Coast to coast and around the world, it's the Unlikables. Available now on SoundCloud, Google Play, and iTunes. Show me the money. We're putting the band back together. I'll have what she's having. Richard, what's happening? yippee ki motherfucker. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. What? Knackers. Oh. Thank you, doctor. Yeah. Welcome back. You are listening to the Unlikables. We're all here. The whole the whole gang's here. Wow. I've got uh, Roger Coster, station manager. Hey, what's up? No longer in for the vacation card loan. Full time. You're just here. <laughs> Full time. Also, Freddie Bag of Donuts. Hey, hello everybody. I'm Bear, and uh, as always, not with us in the studio. Rinkus, Rinkus, you're not with us this week. Suck it. <laughs> That's what I thought. You ought to see a look uh, on his face th- when he says that, too. It's just a suck it kind of attitude. To it's his attitude I find endearing. It's I like his it, go-to though. attitude. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like it's Nazi Germany. Everybody stand up and introduce yourself. What's your favorite color? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, blonde. Mine's clear. He's bitter. <laughs> Clear. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I think I am. I'm finally bitter. Just uh, y- years. I mean, everyone in this room has a college degree, and I mean, even through, even through, even in a bachelor's program, tell us about yourself. It's like, you know what? I want to strangle everyone in this room. Yeah. No, I hate when they do class intros like that. Yeah. yeah. Stupid. Here. I make stuff up. Yeah. Well, after because, four because years at NASA, I, if it helps, I have more than one degree. So on average, there is. An average of one degree per people in the. <laughs> I have two degrees as well. Thank you. <laughs> two degrees. Uh, what's? We were at a training uh, a couple weeks ago for the station, and they they were doing it there. Tell us your name, where you're from, and what your favorite food is. And I told them none of your mm-hmm. business. Yeah, beeswax, none of yours. They actually Ooh. laughed, but I was serious. Like, yeah, you guys can all suck it. Yeah, no, that's awful. Once you reach a certain level, you know, like after first grade, you shouldn't have to do that anymore. Yeah, it's a waste of time. It's called an icebreaker. Well, well, yeah, here's the icebreaker. Nice Enough with the sexual harassment seminars. Yeah, Weinstein. they're not working. Weinstein. Hmm. Weinstein. All those sens- <laughs> all that sensitivity Weinstein. training doesn't Weinstein. appear to be all that sensitivity training doesn't appear to be working with Rinkus. No. <laughs> We've tried. He's no more sensitive than he was. He's what beginning. we call a liability. <laughs> okay. <laughs> On the insurance lawsuit, waiver he's listed. <laughs> a lawsuit waiting to happen. All, like four yeah. times. all of this stems. <laughs> he's listed separately as a liability. Yes, yes, he I is. Gotcha. One time, I told the, the girl at the end of the hall to sit at that desk to greet people off the elevator. Yeah, the receptionist. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. One time telling her that her weight is a reflection on us okay? <laughs> and then i'm the bad guy yeah yeah it's true people just don't understand nobody wants to see a wildebeest when they get off the elevator that's true is that's that what true. she was crying about in my office the other day i thought you just asked her out to dinner because she kept saying something about you'd mentioned food or salad or something i, yeah. I didn't know that's what was going on no definitely did not gross Interesting. she asked me if i knew a good attorney i don't know what that's connected at all but well she is yeah and he is the lot. reason we're not allowed to have interns anymore hey but you know what you could have plugged that in to the uh the station's firm hmm. shimmel shimmel rosen penis goldstein they are representing us yes, yes. and they're doing a yeah. great job well they actually got us out of that hey bear yeah. i do I, I i always have a major announcement just about every episode uh-huh. i am going to get an intern i'm not quite sure i'm going to interview some candidates here in the next few days no, uh, I, I know you are roger DeCoster station manager I has am. this been cleared through legal since this last incident 
Um, we just spoke to Morty Schimmel today, and he has signed off on it officially. Okay. I've never done anything. Okay. Well, well that's fine. I've never been caught. You know, you brought you bring this up talking about the receptionist. Um, mm-hmm. I've been I I was talking to this girl, and uh, if there's one person I turn to for relationship advice, it's Rinkus. Uh, and so this this was his reply to a text message asking for advice. And we'd been talking for a minute, and uh, he's talking about planting a seed uh, in her mind and uh, and really getting getting in there nice and deep. Uh, he said it takes time. First, you say things how you decided not to date based on looks anymore, and that's the first seed planted. Then, tell him you really wanted some ice cream, but you're sure they're concerned about their weight. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is a true text message I'm reading off my phone right now. That's the tragic part of it. That is the tragic part. Is that this is actual advice? <laughs> That's for him. sage advice. And no, it's great advice, but uh, it could get you in trouble. So just pick your audience, I guess. So you are listening to the Unlikables. This is episode nine now, right? Wow. Well, is that possible? Can you believe it? Gross. They keep letting us use a studio here. I don't know why, but we're going to take a quick trip over to the news desk. Stand by for news with Indiana's most reliable news anchor, the Italian Stallion. No rap, no crap. Now, Freddy Bag of Donuts. Oh my, I so don't deserve that intro. According to the New York Daily News, a 40-year-old man received a penis transplant from a donor 17 years after he lost his own penis in a routine circumcision. A team in a team of South African doctors from Stellenbosch University and Tigerberg Academic Hospital performed their second successful penis transplant on the man, whose identity they are withholding. The surgery took place in April. The recipient, who is black, plans to have his new penis, which is white, medically tattooed so that his new member matches the color of the rest of his body. <laughs> mm, who would have thought? Mm. Medical tattooing commonly obscures skin imperfections, including vitiligo, patches of white skin, uh, using flesh-colored pigments. A color discrepancy between the recipient donor and the donor organ will be corrected with medical tattooing between six and eight months after the operation, Doctors, the doctor said in release. The 40-year-old man is the third person to receive a penis transplant in a surgery that took over nine hours to perform. The first time he saw his penis, he was quite emotional and couldn't believe that after 17 years, he has a penis again. Professor, uh, Professor Andre van der Merway, he said, he is certainly one of the happiest patients we have seen in this ward and in quite some time. We expect him to have a normal erections and allow him to have normal sexual intercourse, the doctor said. He is also expected to regain full sensation in his penis. In December of 2014, the same team of doctors performed the world's first successful uh penis transplant. More than two years later, that patient reports that he is doing extremely well, both physically and mentally. He is living a normal life. His urinary and sexual functions have returned to normal, and he has virtually forgotten that he had a transplant. The second transplant was performed in May of 2016 at the Massachusetts General Hospital in Boston. Penile mutation resulting from botched circumcisions is more common in South Africa than anywhere else in the world. Experts estimate that South Africa sees as many as 250 partial or complete amputations every year due to this procedure. Mm. Um, That's a break. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They said uh, there would be more transplant if only there were more penises. The reason the procedure is still rare, he said, is because there is a lack of organ donors. Uh, Is that on the form? Can I, can I, does any, if anyone listening, the three or four, um, if they know, if you're at the DMV, can I go in and say, I want to donate? Mm Mm-hmm. Just, just my dick. 
yep. specifically my penis. How's his prostate now? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not sure uh, I could answer that. I I I read something somewhere to to be a, a donor, uh, maybe at a specific bank. Uh, you have to you have to reach a certain height requirement. <laughs> Do you think there's a do you think a there's a requirement? Why do you have to hit a height requirement to actually hit the I, uh, receptacle I swear, I you're donating? <laughs> no, I, I swear I saw this on TV because uh, women are looking for you have they wanted like guys with college education they wanted them to be a certain height uh, and there there were actually several requirements. So were you asking if there is a a minimum uh, penis length to be considered a a donor? Yeah. All right. I'm not sure about that. Well, you know what I heard when you were reading the story? I heard it took nine hours. I would demand at least an inch per hour <laughs> on my new one. Well, is well that if you're going to get a new one, let's, let's, you know, let's grab a bat handle. And Yeah. Well, like so many of our female listeners, we applaud the receipt, the receipt of a fresh new penis, regardless of color. <laughs> and we stand at attention and salute you, new penis guy, and encourage you to take it easy on the jerkin until you're sure that thing is going to stay attached. Ooh. And welcome to the unlikables. You wow, man! I want to know. Yeah, I want to know how many of his friends bought him lotion as a gift. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Jerkins. I mean Jergens. Jergens. Yes, never exercise without lotion. Uh, now, I did notice in one of the in the article you were reading, you said he was one of the happiest people. Yes, that's what it says. Yeah, oh. do you know uh, who the happiest person was? Uh, Mrs. New Penis Guy. Uh, no, me. I traded with a Clydesdale. Hey! Wow. Hey! Oh, yes. Well, oh, never know. boy. Yeah, that horse. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah. That was well played. Well Mr. played, Mayor. sir. Yeah. Yes. That was well all played, I got. Sir. It's all downhill from here. Oh. You're listening to the Unlikables. We'll be right back. Likeables. I love that song. Yeah, that is a great song. Well, I love it? the movie from uh, Chevy Chase Vacation. It's classic. Yeah. Both absolutely. the song and the movie. And then that uh, hot chick in the Ferrari. Who could forget that? Mm-hmm. Now, you're not allowed to answer because everyone knows your favorite one, but which? what was your favorite uh, one of those vacation movies? Which one? Uh, oh, Christmas Vacation. Yeah, yeah, Christmas too. as well. Yeah, but the too. original Vacation was hilarious. My, my favorite moment in the first Vacation movie was when they pulled out the sandwiches from the picnic basket and they were moist. Because Grandma had urinated on them. <laughs> well, the <laughs> dog. Had, <laughs> the dog. <laughs> and the lady went ahead and ate it. Yeah, that's and right. That was yeah, hilarious. Like, eh. Yeah, Imogene Coca. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I kind of like the European. Dad, I think he's going to pork her. <laughs> Shut up, Rusty. Just eat. He's not going to pork her. Daddy's going to pork her. He may pork her. Just eat. Huh. Those are great movies. Is that the one where they back into Stonehenge and they all fall over like dominoes? Yes. Mm-hmm. Big Ben Parliament. Christmas Vacation is where uh, he's looking out the back window. He thinks he's up by himself and he sees the uh, lady from the department store in a bikini diving off the diving board. You hear Ben Bing Crosby. Singing mm-hmm. the Hawaiian Christmas song, and the little girl comes up behind him, and he has to hide his Woodrow against the, the wall. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was hilarious. He, he asks her if she's nervous, and she goes, "Shit and bricks." He goes, yeah. "Shit and bricks." Shouldn't say that. Oh, sorry. Shit and rocks. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. For extra point, what was the girl's, the lady's name from the department store? 
Mrs. DeCoster. Mary. Similar. See, you can't see the line. It was Mary. Can't see the line, can you, Russ? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, it was Mary. It was Mary because... Sure couldn't get any. Yeah. Sure couldn't get any hooter. I mean, hotter. Hooter, hotter. Yeah. <laughs> My name's Mary. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, every, everyone, That's the only reason I remember. Everyone that. does know uh, wow. that the Christmas vacation. That one is my favorite. Yes, it um, is. You know, in this segment, we wanted to talk about uh, stories on the road. Everybody's taking a road trip a time or two, and they they either go great or they they go bad or they go somewhere in between. Mm-hmm. And while we were on break, actually, Tom the trucker called in and uh, told us a story about what he saw on the road. What did you see, Tom? Well, I just, like I said, run over and I seen this accident, and I pulled off there. And I thought there was a guy in there, and there was a girl who had been given uh, fellatio <laughs> on him and uh, uh, bit part of his uh, wanker off. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. You wanker. Oh, man. Could you imagine? What a, how do you explain that one? You know, and that falls in after that news story. Uh, yeah, somebody's gonna have to go in and get that one touched up. So I, I don't out. Out of all these wiener transplants, how many are are due to uh, shit like that? I don't know how to put it. Like, yeah. Uh, Just out of curiosity, did Cher's daughter, son, did he have a wiener transplant? We need to get him or her on the show. Chaz Bono. Bono, yeah. What did he start off as? Was uh, that a girl? Chastity right? Bono. Chastity, okay. Yeah, she was a cute little blonde-haired kid, and she turned into a big, fat dude. Chastity? Yeah. Dude. <laughs> With a beard. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, wait, can we dispel the rumors now? Because I've already had a few... You know, everyone th- says that Michelle Obama's a dude, which huh. uh, probably if you look at her, but... She's got some arms on her. Well, and Adam's uncle. Like proud of a ship. Proud of a ship. No, I had like three people ask me if Harden Long was actually that fat dude, Roseanne, or whatever. What's her name? Roseanne Barr. Nope. Yeah, but the one he's talking about. Oh, uh, Chaz Bono. Yep. <laughs> is that wow. Chaz there Bono is a and old similar appearance. There yeah. is a similar appearance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Actually, though, that Chastity Chaz Bono has more facial hair, and is actually. Hmm. Yeah, able to grow beer better than Harden. I got to admit, Freddie, I've never looked at Chaz that closely. Well, I've never looked at uh, Harden that long. Get it? Harden that long. Hey, uh, still gone on retreat. Hey, can I can I let something out of the bag that I was helping edit? By the way, here when you do things you're not supposed to, you're punished with work. And I had I actually had the pleasure. I'm doing the smallest quotes ever. Pleasure. Mm-hmm. We're going to be airing uh, some of the old original job interviews. Mm-hmm. Those will be coming up. Yeah, yep. I was working on those uh, last week. <laughs> that is exciting. I, I heard all the the cussing coming out of your office this last week as Roger was making you edit those down. Well, he is a dirtbag. They're not pretty. They're not pretty. No. Hey, I had to interview you guys. I, you know, yeah, there are true. times I lay in bed at night and I think, how, not how, why, maybe how and why i i got you guys and we'll we'll have to replay those interviews because some of them are uh that'd be uh, interesting interesting yes we're talking about road trips though we're talking about road trips we digress bear did you ever take a long road trip man uh it was christmas time we could say christmas um to mask the real (laughs) holiday we can say christmas it was about christmas time 2008 uh i had to deliver uh, some animals, some livestock out to Flagstaff, Arizona. Oh, by way of, well, there's no good way to get there. No, there's not. 
Uh, so it was a pretty normal road trip until we just hit the east side of Albuquerque on I-40 there. Mm. And uh, it decided to start snowing in the middle of the desert, which I didn't know was a thing. Uh, but it uh, it dropped over a foot of snow in what felt like a couple hours, and I-40 came to a stop. In New Mexico. In New Mexico. A lot to do on the side of the roads in New Mexico, folks. If you've ever been through there, if you haven't, don't anticipate a lot. And our driver, Bobby, had been driving for quite a while, and uh, he was starting to uh, imagine things. As you can imagine, everything was white. It was complete white out. You couldn't hardly see, and people were getting out of their cars in front of us, and he thought we were sliding. He, had, huh. he hadn't slept in over 20 hours oh. and was just out of it. And we tried to convince him that we weren't sliding. When these people get out of their car, he starts laying on the horn. And he rolls down the window. He's like, get back in your car. We're going to hit you. And we're like, oh, God. People oh. are starting to stare. Our driver's lost it. We need to get him to the back to get some sleep. He's uh, snow blind and hallucinating. Yeah. Yeah. And so by this time, I'm starting to get sick to my stomach. I throw the door open on the, the, the bus we were in and jump out and puke on the side of the road which was nice in the snow it was beautiful and uh yeah ended <laughs> did up you peeing. try to write your name in it well it was harder with that i did pee a few times uh but yeah we sat there for about 13 hours without moving wow Jeez. intriguing miserable what about you freddie a long road trip you know we always take a lot of road trips kids were little i was just thinking um we kind of um kind of did that thing where all your cars everybody going to the same place follows each other and we were Going to Florida like late at night. I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They still have that, don't they? They do. And uh, so we're nor- northern uh, northern Alabama, and we decide to pull over. It's like 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning. We do, and one of the cars following us that has my um, sister-in-law and her family, husband and family in the car. And um, just to take a quick nap before we move on. So, again, it's 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning, and this car, the other car pulls in between us, and we get looking. I can't sleep, so I look over into this car, and it is... There are guns in the back window. We're in northern Alabama. Right. And they're just like these, um, just a carload of psycho hillbillies. So we have these two, eight, we have these radios and we're, so we kind of buzz over to the sister-in-law's car, which is on the other side of this 30-year-old car with guns and everything. And we say, Les, look at that car between us. And we hear, um, What? Look at the car between us. They're like a bunch of psycho hillbillies. <laughs> what? Who are you talking about? The carload of psycho hillbillies between us. And then we hear Leslie's voice go, that's not me. <laughs> we were talking to the people in the car. Oh, the psycho hillbillies no. in the car didn't even know it. Oh. So by that time, they're all awake and they're looking at us and there's rage in their eyes and we all hit the, you know, sure. hit the ignition and off we all fly. <laughs> Grateful, grateful, grateful to have survived. What about you, Rinkus? Any long, like, road trip adventure stories? I that, that didn't involve road rage on your part. I really don't have a lot of like road ragey. I don't know, man. I I take so many trips. I mean, I've been all over. I you know, as an adult, nothing great. I mean, I've seen you know your standard stuff, pregnant crack whores when you're going through Atlanta <laughs> on your yeah. way, you know, to Florida. Sure. Um, Chamber of Commerce moment. Yeah, I mean, things like that. Cars burning to the ground. Mm. Um, That's actually pretty hot. I don't know if you've experienced that. Carloads of psycho co- I swear it cooked the right side off Matt's car. Fat, rowdy gentleman we've discussed. Yeah. Uh, right. You know, as a kid, we, you know, every year, Disneyland, King's Line, all that kind of garbage. But this time it was a camping trip with the neighbor. His name was Sean. Uh, 
Sean sneezed on me. I don't know why this is a dumb story. We're in the extended cab of Ford Ranger, you know, where you kind of sit there and face each other. And he sneezed on me. And uh, I just went like two knuckles in and got a nice one. And as he was laughing, I smeared a burger on his teeth. Oh. That was probably the grossest, nasty. I, I was like 10. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I won that little exchange. That is the grossest hey, thing ever. That That's the strategy. That's the, that, that's the force continuum. You have to go one above yep. to crush it's, them. It's a ladder. Yep. Yeah. So, so yeah, somebody hawks a loogie, you pull out a straw. That's the only way you win these things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I thought my story was going to be pretty good, but that's I have no idea. You know, I think I've mentioned on the show before that back in the day, I was getting ready to move out of uh, Indiana to go to uh, the Southwest, and I had a little over three months before I had to be at work. It was kind of one of those deals where I thought they're going to, have to take forever to talk me into going there and. I didn't have to be there till October. And I was stupid enough to jump at their first offer. I didn't know you could negotiate things and hold out for a few weeks. I I had some time. So my best friend on this earth, whose name is also Roger, uh, <laughs> we decided to take a three-month driving trip around the United States of America. We went to every state in the lower 48 except Washington and Oregon, the two states I really want to go to. Well, we happened to pull into Boise, Idaho. We were hungry, and we went into a restaurant, which looked like a chain restaurant, but it was actually a locally owned restaurant. I guess a lot of the, you know, well-to-do or better people went into this restaurant. So we rolled in there, and we're sitting by ourselves. And we look over to our right, and there was a table of two very nice-looking women having their dinner. How big were their knocks? Pretty big, actually. Um, Without hesitation. I I will (laughs) skip ahead just a little bit in the story. They were real. <laughs> well, verified. Well, yes. It's like a Twitter account verified. Yeah. Well, here's where the story, <laughs> you know, gets kind of funny. And folks, this is another Roger DeCoster true life story. This really happened. My buddy Roger and I invite the ladies over to eat dinner with us at our table. Mm-hmm. And as they join us at our table, we, um, how do I word this nicely? Lie out our ass to them. We tell them that we are. <laughs> engineers in town to build the new boise state football stadium (laughs) folks boise state hasn't had and will not have a new stadium since well before we were there and for years down the road we we lied they didn't look like football fans so we thought we could get away with that and and we did we um asked them if we could pick them up the next evening at about seven o'clock for dinner and maybe drive around town to look for a place to live because we happen to be staying in a hotel while we're in town planning this new football stadium and um as the evening wore off and dinner was you know done they invited us over which we wound up you know having a lot of fun with them that evening well <laughs> by the time i'm trying to make a long story short by the time seven o'clock the next you're evening, doing a terrible job of it well <laughs> <laughs> there's so much more i could tell this story and you know i'm, I'm thinking we're we're starting to attract families to this show and uh <laughs> i know that was that didn't even nice. sound sincere did it no but anyway by seven o'clock the next night we know they're sitting at their house waiting well roger and roger are going to come over and take us to dinner and probably have more you know aerobic activity <laughs> and uh we were in denver colorado the next evening we <laughs> skipped town we skipped town bless yeah. their hearts and wouldn't it be funny if they just happened to come across the unlikables podcast and go 
That guy's name is Roger DeCoster. Yeah. Yeah. Look him up. And this is how Roger found his third son. (laughs) (laughs) Well, one of many. You're pretty close. Yeah, one of many. I found a second one because he was an intern. Hey, speaking of interns. He's like an NBA player. He's just got kids in every town. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, every state. That's why I want to go to Washington, Oregon. I know nobody looks like me uh, there. It's just hippies and coffee. That's all it is. <laughs> hey, you know another road trip story? Uh, we don't really have time, but I had to get stuck in a rear sliding glass window of a truck trying to fetch a cheesecake sampler out of a cooler. Uh, but that's about all the time we. What? <laughs> what? Wait a minute. Wait, I don't wait. want to tell the story. Was this with my old roommate? No, this was uh, I was on my way to Maine and I had a cheesecake sampler. No, that was the other cheesecake in the back of a truck, and I got yeah. stuck trying to climb through the rear sliding window. That is just classic. Thank God have going down the interstate, soul. going down the interstate. Yeah, I've got so a great sad. Maine uh, travel story, but I really can't repeat it. So, actually, that a, means you I was can in tell Bangor, Maine, even for this, even, even for, this for this platform. Wow. You know, if you've ever been to Maine, it's all seafood restaurants. Uh, yeah. Roger DeCoster, station manager, does not eat seafood. I, I've tried many times over the years. I go into a restaurant with with my buddy Roger, mm-hmm. and um, on the menu in the bottom right hand corner in small print is steak. I order the steak. Well, it doesn't take that long. This place wasn't overly busy. It doesn't take that long to cook a steak. About twenty five minutes later, the waitress comes out and gives me my steak and i said what'd you have to do go buy it at the store she goes as a matter of fact we did we didn't have any steaks yeah all that oh, seafood man. you know i cooked a lobster that's the worst smelling thing you'll ever yeah, smell yeah it really does boiling stink. a live and lobster it, yeah it's not a great experience for the lobster either you have to i like their voices <laughs> yeah oh yeah they sing to you while yeah you. beautiful singing mm-hmm. voice well, you know, that's amore. is that what we, they're singing no it, that's actually okay the gremlins movie yeah remember when it's singing at the beginning when it was still a little furry thing mm-hmm. that's actually that's it. Live sound that's the, actually from cooking lobster. That's the voice of a dying lobster. It's the, yeah. Well, I was in Maine. We were at a at a at a at a resort town. It was called um, Old Orchard Park. It's right on the beach, and it's got like a little amusement park and shops and things like that. Big water park, and um, we were there in August. And it was still freezing cold, um, but I went into the there was a um, small park, but there were these two young guys maybe 19 20 years old and they were with these three knock dead gorgeous girls and just kind of because everywhere we were we would see them together and everything so finally before we left um we went up i ran up to the um the changing room there at the pool to take a whiz before we got in the car and went back to the hotel and i walk in and uh there was two two stalls both doors were shut and there was a guy standing in the middle of the room uh, it was one of these two guys jerking off and I walk into this locker room and I see him and I start to turn and leave and he goes, sorry, man, this won't wait. <laughs> this won't wait. That's hilarious. Uh, he's a fellow unlikable. Yeah, he really is. He cares about his own health. He it's does bad. care. He's yeah, good for the prostate. prostate. Yeah. He's good for the prostate and he was just giving it the works and he was like, sorry, dude. And um, so I just... Took a whiz and got out real quick. <laughs> so oh smart man. Well, you know, in episode one, I told the story about the uh, Ponderosa and the macaroni and cheese incident. That was on this same road trip. I actually could probably do eight to nine more really funny stories about. We were driving through. It's the last story I'll tell, and this isn't that long a story. We're driving through this nowhere town in Alabama, and it was a neat looking town. But I look over at my buddy Roger and I say, Roger, this looks like it would be Goober's hometown. Mm. We crest a hill, and with God as my witness, 
The sign says, Welcome to Whereverville, Alabama, home of George Goober Lindsay. <laughs> wow. We Who about that's a true story. We about wrecked the van. Yeah. He asked me how I knew that. I don't know. I don't even know what made me say Goober. I actually meant to say Gomer. And I said Goober, and it was George awesome. Goober Lindsay's hometown. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Dead or alive, George Goober Lindsay. Acting giant. Wait. Is he dead or alive? Who cares? Dead. That, that is the yeah, dead? He, he's he's dead. He's dead. But who cares? He's passed away. Well, I kind of do. I'm a big Andy Griffith fan. But well, we're yeah, getting way You've been to his subject. hometown, apparently. I've been through it. <laughs> of course, you're a bigger fan than we are. You've been to his hometown. Yeah, he's kind of a big deal. Through it. Well, in that part of the United States, he's, uh, you know, kind of the big dick daddy of northern Alabama or wherever we were. So to speak. It would have been west of Birmingham somewhere. And you're the big dick daddy of Nutsitch, Louisiana. Is that right? I am, Next, sir. I am, there's sir. There's a billboard as you're going into town. Right. Um, yeah, where you, you'll go into towns you see, like, you know, home of the World Series champs from whatever. In yeah. uh, Nutsitch, Louisiana, it's home of Roger DeCosta, station manager. Yeah, I like it. I've it's an it. honor. I've seen it. We need to get a picture of that on the uh, We should. On the on the page. Now, where in the hell are we going to come up with that? i gotta got to go one. to Nutsitch. We've no. Got, no. We've My got buddy one. Kenny. We're going to have Kenny. I keep talking about kenny doesn't your grandmother still live there she well yeah but she's kind of busy crocheting to get out and use cameras and Mm -hmm. that kind of thing (laughs) she's 107 106 107 she turns 107 in um december nice wow yeah what luck well she still if i ever get that old i need one of you guys to I don't know why that just strikes me so funny. She's got nice legs. So old. (laughs) It's your grandmother, and you're listening to The Unlikables. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at The Underscore Unlikables and sending your hate mail and boob pictures to us via email at TheUnlikablesPodcast at gmail.com. You're listening to The Unlikables. We'll be right back. Now, setting in for sports reporter Freddie Bagadonuts, Roger DeCoster, station manager, sports. 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 Uh, the Chicago Cubs, who won last year's World Series, are trailing at the taping of this episode, the Los Angeles Dodgers, 3-1. to one. But being a big baseball fan, I could give a rat's ass about that because Roger DeCoster, station manager, used to live in Brownsburg. And uh, another Roger DeCoster, true life story, used to shoot basketball a little bit with Gordon Hayward. Now... Well, now with the Boston Look, Celtics. Now with the Boston Celtics. Uh, of course, he started at Butler University, Graduate, played for the yeah, Utah Butler. Jazz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Had a hideous injury, and you know, if by some chance Gordon is, you know, back around, here's the uh, Unlikables podcast. The one guy we probably do like that we talked about is yeah. Gordon Hayward. You know, I'm not an expert on anatomy, but I'm pretty sure your foot isn't supposed to point backwards. No, yeah, yeah, that was really, not. Yeah, it was sad. It was brutal. They're first, telling first the same NBA guy. game too, right? They're, yeah, well, his first game with the Celtics. With the Celtics. With yeah. the Celtics. Okay. The, the ironic thing about you saying that about his foot pointing backwards, they're telling the guy with the penis implant from earlier in the show that's <laughs> not supposed to do that either. <laughs> Funny you would mention that. Yeah, but yeah, I, I think Gordon Hayward he'll, he'll recover and have a great career. But he, he was going to have a monster year this year. This was going to be a big year. Being coached by his former college coach at Butler, Brad Stevens, who has surprised the hell out of me at, mm-hmm. with his ability to coach NBA players. He's I'm very proud of Brad Stevens. He's a great exit and O's guy. He's very smart. He must be. I uh, you know went to Ball State, but I, I've got to tell you a funny story. I went to Ball State decades ago, and back then they would play Butler in basketball, and we would literally sit in the stands 
and be like, why are we playing Butler? Now Butler plays Ball State. You're yeah. like, why are we playing Ball yeah. State? Yeah. Although the coach, uh, James Woodford of Ball State, is doing a good job rebuilding that program. So go Cardinals. Chirp, chirp. Chirp, chirp. Uh, and that's sports. <laughs> that's sports. That's sports. That's sports. That's sports. I We're back on. Oh, oh, you ever see so on. much cottage cheese in all your life? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like a Kroger sack full. Wow. You, know, you know what? We're 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 back. That boy, that break ended quickly. It was oh, abruptly. Sure Glad our producer gave us some heads up. But we are back. We're You're back. Listening to the unlikables. That's Leonard Skinner. Hey, I I heard though before we. I didn't even know the mics were on, too, guys. I should have warned you, probably. Roger DeCoster, station manager, got a male modeling job this week. Wow. Wow, no kidding. Prairie Farms is going to take pictures of my bare ass and use it for their cottage cheese ass. Very nice. Yes. I oh, see. Yes. Uh, they'll never know the difference. We all yeah, have our that's hidden just talents. It. Yeah. Why ruin all that cottage cheese and they can just take a picture of my bare ass? And <laughs> if looks any, just the same. Listeners, male or female, if that just gave you any type of arousal, please... Uh, Send us an email. Oh, gosh. Speaking yeah. of an arousal, you guys, I don't know where this is coming from, but have you guys ever been in strip clubs, you know, where they have the magic glasses where you look through them and see naked women? If my wife is listening, no. But okay. to everyone else, <laughs> yes. I yes. doubt if she's listening anymore. By I the way, she sure she tells doesn't us listen. That, hey, Maria. Bagadonuts, how are you, baby girl? Yeah, that's my mother, <laughs> Maria Bagadonuts. Oh, I lose track of the women oh, in your life. Wow. Well, that's because one, one of them shot at you, so go ahead. Yeah. Oh, yeah, concussed. I believe. So, have you? You have been. You claim to have been in a. I have in a in such an establishment. When uh, Roger DeCoster, station manager's youngest son, turned twenty-one, I asked him, you know, what he would like, and he said, "Well, Rog, that's what he calls me." Of course, a sign of respect. <laughs> yeah, he used to call me manager, but the Rog, the Rog. Well, yeah. Well, hmm, we might work on that. But anyway, he says, "Dad, you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to go to a strip club." So I get a hold of the other two DeCoster boys, and um, we take him to a place kind of on the west side of a major state capital in Indiana. Mm. <laughs> kind of a way to hide that. Is know? there more than one? Uh, well, this place, should I should I say the name? Yeah. It was called sure. Classy Chassis. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, That's misogynistic. When we, we pull into the parking lot, I, I turn to my son. I know the two older boys had probably been in a breast-bearing establishment before, but my youngest, I assumed if he had, he was too scared to do anything because he'd have been too young. So I said, "No, look, guys, you know how they work in here. They're going to come up and they're going to tell them, tell you guys their name is like Mustang Sally or <laughs> Cinnamon Rose Pearl Punch or Cher- Cherry Delight. Cherry Delight. So you guys don't tell them your real name. Don't just just follow my lead when we get in there. So we get in there and we sat down. The first young lady who uh, did the did the dancing bare to breast which i thought she was pretty good at it i don't think it was her first night mm. she uh, comes over to the table and you know it's time to tuck a dollar bill and my two sons look like they were pretty adept at it my my youngest son kind of looks at me like where do i put it and i said well it, it, it's not like a credit card you don't swipe it <laughs> but here's what you do well the girl kind of got a kick out of that comment and she walks over to me and she goes so what's your name and i tell her my name is raul and she goes, oh, wow, where are you from? I say, well, Brazil. I <laughs> talk, you're, the I mean, wi- you're the whitest, blondest person. Yes. But, okay. To make a long story short, again, virtually impossible at this point, I tell her that uh, the boy's grandfather, my father, is the world-famous 
soccer coach Juan Valdez. <laughs> well, the name rings a bell with her. Juan Valdez, as you probably know, is the coffee guy from sure. the commercials. And she goes, oh, my God, I've heard of Juan Valdez. Well, I'm sure you have. Mustang Sally or Cherry Delight. Cherry Delight or, or yeah. Cinnamon Punch or whatever, you know, your, your name is. <laughs> Again, to make a long story short, I talked to this girl. You know, I, I she thinks I'm Juan Valdez's son, Raul. And what are you guys doing in, you know, Plainfield, Indiana. Despite the fact that you could not look less Hispanic. I am the most Caucasian gentleman yeah. in probably North America. Yeah, you are in the yeah. encyclopedia. Including the Canadians. Caucasian. Yes, I, I'm very, you know, I, I'm getting used to it. I'm okay with that. Um, I'm trying to make a long story short again. I apologize to our listeners. We'll edit half this shit out. Maybe. <laughs> well, that part we will. Anyway, um, she pays me 20 bucks for a lap dance. Remember Tom the trucker says he mm-hmm. has the joke yeah. where the girl comes up and gets so, how so much she's she gets paying 50. you. To, yeah. She goes, would you like a lap dance? I said, well, in, in Brazil, I usually get paid for that. She goes, how much? I go, I don't know. I could probably use 20 bucks. <laughs> she goes, come on. Uh-huh. She does the lap dance and gives me a $20 Paid bill. you $20. You she are, paid me $20. You are Raul Valdez after all. Well, you know, in Brazil, we go just by the first name. So I was just simply Raul. Mm. But uh, she, you know, when when I said the name Juan Valdez, my sons, A, about pooped themselves because mm. they knew Juan Valdez. But Mustang Sally or Cinnamon Fruit Punch or whatever her name was. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Her, probably, her real name was probably like Bertha Sally or something. Yeah. She, she went by Cinnamon Fruit Punch or... Larry. Larry. Yeah. <laughs> What's your name, honey? I'm Larry the Cable Girl. <laughs> uh, that, sound, that sounds real familiar. Oh, man. You, you know, know I, get it? Cable? You got, uh, work with I, got, you on this I got roped into going to a strip club with... with uh, oh, I bet you did. Hold on a second. Buddies. So was there an ending a point to the story? Oh, no. Just that I got paid 20 <laughs> bucks for it. <laughs> That's but, pretty good. Well, I, I am on, you know, medicated for this cough I've been having, and I my you. voice is kind of trailing off, but... I got you. What are we yeah. talking about? No, Bear, Bear was getting ready to tell a story about Oh, my sons will. They will call me these days and say they live all across the United States. We need to have another rule night. Yeah. So, yeah. you fun. know, between Raj and rule, that's kind of what the, what the boys call me. At my bachelor party many, many decades ago, mm-hmm. um, my, my two, my groom, my uh, groomsman and my best man, we went out to a, an establishment like that. And it isn't, don't take this as an endorsement of, of the sex trade because it isn't that at all. But at the time, this was, you know, sometime back, and we went to um, a shady establishment because the idea was we'd go have a couple drinks, mm-hmm. watch some girls pole dance, and then sure. we would leave because we had a wedding the next day. And this girl was dancing, and she was she was fairly attractive, and we were sitting there, and we were all kind of just goofing around. We are a bunch of guys sitting at a table, mm-hmm. and she's smiling and winking and, you know, doing all sorts of things to make sure she holds everyone's attention. And Bless then she, she turns to the pole to dance, and she has a boil on her butt about the size of oh. a salad plate. Oh, yeah. no. good Lord. Yeah. That's, That's not awesome. where I thought that story no. was going. <laughs> That's <laughs> super hot. <laughs> no. Wow. So we... Uh, this is breaking news with the Unlikables reporter, Rinkus. Hello, everyone. Sorry to interrupt the great uh, stripper stories, but <laughs> this this, <laughs> this is uh, this is breaking news. Th- this is breaking news. This is breaking news. We have word that they're considering pole dancing as an Olympic sport. Wow! Oh yeah. So, oh, okay. We, this you know, also just in. Uh, people are going to start watching the Olympics again. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Would this be a winter or a summer sport? That's a great question. Ooh. Or both. 
I'm going the way. Depending on the outfits, I'm guessing. That's what she said. Now. But I'm pooched. <laughs> hey, <laughs> You know, here the moral of the story is letter writing campaigns work. Don't mm. give up. Don't give up. We started this. Uh, Who do we write? Bag Con- of Donuts. Congressman. Huh? I heard a- Congressman. Everybody. You make everybody. one letter, you just send that bastard out to whoever. Just send it to everybody. Whoever's address you have. Yes. I've, will my Twitter account work? It's at right. It's at DaCosta Roger on Twitter. People yeah. tweet, tweet me at DaCosta Roger, and I'll retweet them to the olympic committee our congressman our senator uh carmine bag of donuts because he gets stuff done mm-hmm. ooh, ooh. sure does i'm gonna be honest with this here um a lot of you guys don't know that the head of the olympic uh selection committee owes money to carmine bag of donuts oh no i believe that so i don't know whether that's i have a fantasy right now going through my head i want to set watch pole dancing with my 107 year old grandmother in nutsitz louisiana that that's a goal of my life. Warms my heart. Please make this happen, folks. Yeah. Can I? Is, are we still on strips clips? Or now that oh, we're yeah. on, oh yeah, oh yeah, we're still on strippers. Because I have my one story I have actually involves Carmine. So, I was out. I was visiting. We we were actually in New York, but uh, you know they're all living in New Jersey. He do, he conducts all of his business inside this titty bar, and <laughs> a detective was had had come in. And I was just, I was having a beer with Carmine. I don't know what they talked about, like in their little meeting, but he made the bartender show Carmine the their actual liquor license. Mm. <laughs> How'd that work out? I couldn't figure out why. Yeah. And I heard someone mention it was because if the cop, if they ever gave him a lie detector of why he was in this seedy establishment. He could he would say I was there to see the liquor license. I thought that was really weird. Hmm. Hmm. So I don't know what other things they discussed in the back, but smart, very smart, smart, hmm. smart. And all those those things unfolded, and then suddenly we have pole dancing in the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. Now, what were you saying? You you mentioned something about a, a boil. Oh yeah, that was kind of the end of my story. Was it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of the end of the night for us. Um, we could not grab our keys. Uh, fast enough. <laughs> well, yeah, I'd be getting out of there. Yeah, I was not. Did you though? Be polite and tuck a buck on the way out. We, oh, I think, gosh. I think I threw that a dollar on the there table. There you go. Maybe. That's tuck, fair. Tuck she, was, yeah, she worked hard for her. Money. You didn't fold it, put it over your nose, and lean backwards and let oh. her take it off with her, her buttocks. What do they call that? Pervert, pervert row or something? Pervert like that? row. Well, the, uh, yeah. oh, <laughs> the front, like at the stage. Yeah, yeah, where you lay down on the stage. The, the decoster deck. <laughs> <That>. <laughs> you know, I, I had the misfortune of going to an awful uh, establishment like that. And, uh, it was one of our our friends' uh, birthday party. And he insisted on going. Nobody wanted to go. So he actually picked up the cover for everybody. $3 cover to get in this place. So you know you're mm-hmm. going to a fine establishment. Major League. We walked in. It was so hot. The They had a box fan up on the stage, like a Walmart box fan to, <laughs> keep, to keep the dancers, uh, you know, cooled down or to keep the smell away. I don't know. Oh, helping flies. with the flies. Yes. The flies away. Oh. Got to have ventilation. Hey, back, I, I, I can think of another Teddy Bar story. Back in the day, and I won't name the town, but it, it's in Indiana. Or was it? Yeah, I think it was in Indiana. A lot of your stories are in Indiana. Well, that you got to be from, you know, somewhere. you got to move somewhere from Louisiana. <laughs> yeah, actually, you have to move somewhere from Louisiana. But anyway, um, they used to have a businessman's lunch. Nobody's going to ask me what they had to eat. 
<laughs> at the at this establishment. At this establishment, yeah. It was a businessman's lunch. I can't wait to hear what it was. Uh, I don't remember that, but I mean, I just uh, was wanting somebody to say, "What'd you have for lunch?" I, you know, I don't remember. We were in. The, we weren't there to eat the food. You know, we uh, probably rolled through a drive-through on the way out. But yeah, they had a businessman's lunch special, and they rolled uh, the non-bullet holed C-section girls out for the lunch display you know so you'd think well i'm going back friday night and get entertained here and you'd walk in it'd be like what the hell now, happened is it here? true those are the places that it's free to get in it's like five bucks to get out mm. yeah yeah they charge you to get out that's where audrey works better yet i was yes, in one is. in montreal and it was five dollars to get in but mm-hmm. everyone it was one drink minimum mm. and uh that one drink was 27 dollars. <laughs> you gotta love that yes was that American? It was uh, in Montreal. It was, uh, no, it would have been, I don't know. I guess in Montreal, it would have been a foreign beer. I think it was an American beer. $27. Water huh. down. Well, no, I meant American money. I mean. Oh, yes. $27 American. Yeah, wow. US dollars. Yeah. Yeah, that's a jip because it's like 60 cents, 60 cents on a dollar there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that little bastard at the Shell Station of Windsor. I, it's been about 10 years, but I know that little fucker's still laughing to this day. They sell you gas by the liter, and then they don't do the money conversion, so they know that little fat turd. I know oh, he yeah. pocketed like nine, ten bucks on me that day. Yeah. Mm. Yep. The first time I went to Canada, I went to exchange money. Metric system. God. The uh, Canadian money's beautiful, <laughs> but they have a picture of the queen because they, you know, kind of yeah, keep looks, posting. It looks like a five-year-old's birthday napkin. It does. Yeah. Well, the lady, <laughs> I, I think I might have exchanged 50 bucks or something, and she gives me back, you know, some money. And I look down, I see the picture of the queen. I say, who's this? Well, she looks at me like I'm an idiot, which we've well established that over the course of eight or nine episodes. And I say, well, she says, it's the queen. And I say, the queen? <laughs> Come on, man. Canada's got no queen. And she is just looking at me like, what an idiot. Yeah. I never let her know I knew what she meant, but yeah, yeah. The one thing about royalty is that none of them were good looking. Mm-mm, no, mm. they were not attractive. What's the prince, dude? Uh, not Harry, his brother. What's William, his name? William. William Harry Prince. Have you seen his <laughs> wife? Well, I had to say that yeah. creepy boys, but they're not bad. But they're also not on the money. That's true. Well, that's true, and she's not blood, but yet she. Oh my word! The yeah. uh, is she a princess? I mean, literally a princess. If no she's listening to works. the, I, I bet they're over in England listening to the unlikely. They do because we're worldwide now. She needs to call me. Uh, by the way, guys, dibs. Damn it! Well, it's the first female we've kind of had <laughs> on, on the, the next queen of England. Yeah, inter- international dibs <laughs> across the water. Dibs. Yeah, okay, now is there are there ground rules for international dibbing? Uh, seeing that I'm the station manager, I would think that I've yeah, just established that the first guy who dibs has dibs. Speaking I think, of, I think that's how dibs works. That could be. Speaking of the first guy, I, I was uh, D- uh, Daniel Lascrode was in earlier, and we were Good discuss- kid. yeah, he's a total scumbag. Anyway, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. engineer, we're- he's an engineer here at the station. Yes, he is. S- still Scrug. Yeah. I mean, you, his family's a sponsor and gets the hell he wants. Anyway, we were talking <laughs> about who the first slick tongue pervert who who started talking women into. Low jobs and mm, anal, yeah. all that kind of. I mean, who's the first guy to pull this off? Like, what did he say? What you know? It's like, you know, when you do things that are romantic, like tell a girl you love her just so you can. I can hear it. Yeah, honey, you sure kiss down. good. Let me see what else that thing will yeah. do. Mm-hmm. I got an idea. Mm-hmm. Boy, I, yeah, I, I, there's a statue to him somewhere. We just no, have should to be. Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> what? What would you say? Like, you know, that's great, but what, I I'm tired, and what I could really, use, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Could he deserves does, a got, plaque in the hallway out here. I just like, inspiration to all. Look, I just got a home from building the pyramids, girl. Come on. <laughs> hey, I <laughs> am tired. Spit out those wooden teeth, sink, girl. What do you say? <laughs> let me uh, let me see. Wow, that is actually a uh, a good and fair question. I've wondered many, many times. You know, sex, we're used to it. Well, you guys might not be, but I'm pretty used to it. I was waiting for a comment there. I set you guys up to slap me back. And, uh, you know, anyway, the first time, uh, you know, I don't know if it's Adam and Eve, you know, what you believe in and everything, but I can just see some caveman, you know, trying different positions and, you know, the Kama Sutra sketches on the wall. Mm. Have they ever found anything like that? You where mean cave paintings? Yeah, of... the first doggy style cave dwelling picture. Um, I can guarantee you there has to be something, some sort of hieroglyphics or something where a girl's going to hear her hair pulled. Or... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, the Pharaoh's going, come on, girl. Come on, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Roll over. You know, we we talk about this. I've got a different standpoint. What if uh, what if what if a lady owed uh, a gentleman of power something, uh, like, oh, please don't kill my family. Mm. We can't do this because it's this time of the month. What if I did this instead? Hmm. So you're you're now you're this is different. That's bartering. He yeah, but I yeah. I like his uh, theory. You know, you we're coming up with who invented the blowjob. What because, if it was a woman? And hey. regardless of how we got to the results, the fact is, via bartering or. A caveman. A caveman. We have we have the same outcome. Slime Nation presents Boston's 2017 Break a Hip Tour with special guest 38 Special and Billy Squire. Reserve your seat now at TicketFaster.com. It's that time, Critics Corner. Okay, today on Critics Corner, I'm actually going to turn this over to uh, the other three bags of shit in here because Bear, (laughs) every time we drive through Fishers, I have to hear his mouth and he's got something he wants to rant about, so uh, take it away. I do. There's so many companies that take their time and drag their their feet on bringing their company to indiana and by the time it comes to indiana uh we we get like a watered down shitty version of what the rest of the country has you know we talked about ikea last week and i've never been to another ikea i went through ours and i was describing it to rinkus and rinkus you said that every other ikea that you've been to has two floors at least two stories yeah the one in burbank i'm I think at three stories. Like the one in Chicago has three stories as yeah. well. Yeah. So when you look at ours, it's it's one it's, story. It's one story. It's there's nothing too great about it. Um, also, like you know, Cabela's Bass Pro Shop. Mm-hmm. We, we got a Cabela's a few years ago, and everyone was excited about. And it's just not. Uh, yeah, we consistently have the smallest footprint that these major companies use. I was going to say, don't we have the world's smallest Cabela's? We do, and and they say that they make more money per square foot in those stores, and most of it's online. But at the end of the day, it's kind of a cool experience to go to some of these big stores, and they've mm-hmm. got the, the creeks and the rivers running through it, and all yeah. the all the fish and and uh, wild barely, animals. Barely making an effort here. They're barely making an effort, yeah. and it's that way with restaurants. It's that way with with uh, 
stores and, and activities. We just got a Top Golf. I've not been to it yet, but I've not been able to compare it to another one. But oh. I would bet my money, my good money, that it's not as good as a Top Golf in another great city. I'm going to argue. I've seen a couple of them, and this is it's it's the same it's the same thing. Okay, it's the same so Top one Golf that they keeping have in, it's in other consistent. ones I've seen. Yeah. Okay. I will say I went in the Montana Montana Mike's at a smaller uh, Anderson or Indiana community, and. Um, I, it felt so much different than any other Montana mics I've ever been in. And I talked to the manager and he said, this is far and away the smallest footprint that Montana mics does in any of their stores. And mm. the same with the the uh, Olive Garden and several of those. They are the most scaled back and the smallest that they make. And it's like they hardly make an effort. Yeah. Now our, that is. You know, up in, uh, up in Anderson, the Buffalo Wild Wings. Didn't, Rinkus, you'll have to help me out here. Didn't we have one of the largest Buffalo Wild Wings in the country? We had the largest. The largest. <laughs> yeah, that's. it was an old shoe carnival yeah. that they turned into a Buffalo Wild Wings. I mean, it had a lounge in the back, couches, projectors, TVs everywhere at a huge patio. Mm-hmm. A jerkatorium. Right. A jerkatorium, yeah. <laughs> jerkatorium. And then, uh, well, and then they, they purchased all those, uh, what is that? What do white trash people watch? Wrestling. Ah, so, yes. Yeah, they would purchase all the wrestling events and just pack it full of just skeevy fat pervert dirt bags ruined it and, well i mean but you know they made marginal profits because sure. they go in and drink water and you know stuff yeah. like that Eat so order six wings free basket of bread yeah <laughs> share the free basket of bread That's right. <laughs> and crackers but yeah so we lost we lost that buffalo wild wings and they gave us a shitty floor plan you know because they they these are all cookie cutters now mm-hmm. and it's it's so small and it's awful and, you know, the the nice thing about the other one is you could go back to the bar and wouldn't have to deal with all the fart-faced kids of, you know, the yeah. and homecoming now you can high school game down the road. And, turd knockers. And they can see you, and it just kind of ruins Can it. I tell you the good thing about that throw? One was making noise. We were there for lunch the other day, and mm-hmm. I just started throwing stuff, that little bastard. So what you're suggesting nice. is that the, you can sit in the bar and see your wife and children sitting at an empty table with no food in while you're— in the restaurant right. while you're pounding down alcohol and yeah. watching wrestling. And because the reality is you worked hard for that paycheck. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, you should spend it how you want. Stop watching while me. you're spitballing the little fat kid behind you. Yes. <laughs> There's something appealing about that to me. I like spitballing people. Yeah. Mm. And parking your family mm-hmm. on the other side of the bar. I'm the guy who will go to a major league sporting event where the seats are tiered. And if the guy shows any butt crack at all, I'll order peanuts and uh, <laughs> throw him down his butt it crack. It becomes a game. Yeah. You know, Roger DeCoster's family is just lucky they get to come in the restaurant. Mm. Well, know, there's they, a lot of restaurants. My family, uh, they are not allowed in. Like Ponderosa? Of, well, yeah, Ponderosa. One of these days, <laughs> Rinkus does not want me to tell. I have another Ponderosa story. If you all have heard episode one, I tell a, a, a true-to-life Roger DeCoster station manager story where... And we couldn't quit laughing, even though you hadn't even got to the punchline. I had yet. got to the punchline, and I'm <laughs> laughing hysterically because I can see. You know, I was there. I yeah. envisioned the uh, the incident, and I'm not going to replay it because you can listen to episode one. It's it's a true to life uh, Roger DeCoster life Amer- moment, but American I, tragedy. I actually punked over another Ponderosa, I, and and I don't have anything against Ponderosa on our Twitter account. As a matter of fact, the bear took a picture of me where you guys invited me to lunch one day. Yeah, and I was our... wearing a shirt about cow tipping in Indiana. Yeah, and uh, he posted the picture on our Twitter account. That happened to be in a Ponderosa, but you guys mm. also went in first. 
to make sure they had the macaroni the mac and, and cheese. cheese. Yeah. yeah. If not, we would have had to have gone somewhere else. To yeah, Golden Corral. But yeah, yeah. And you know how big of a dickhead you look when you walk in there and say, "Excuse me, do you have any mac and cheese?" That. Uh, and we have a small petulant child with us that'll throw a fit if you don't. So uh, yeah, we'll make, make you edit yeah, things. I could give a rat's ass how petulant it looks, or whatever big word you tried to throw out there. Because I like mac and cheese; <laughs> it is my favorite food, bar none. Yeah, now, I like other foods, but uh, mac and cheese is the absolute favorite. And mm. you know, uh, restaurant owners, when Roger DeCoster's taste manager comes in, do not. Do not be out of mac and cheese. Do not be out of mac and cheese. So that's it. Indiana gets shitty, watered-down versions of everybody else. Such everybody. That's everybody. It. Everybody. Everybody. You're listening to The Unlikables. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Episode 9. We've got big things in store for Episode 10, so make sure you tune in for that one. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at the underscore unlikables and sending your hate mail and booby pictures to us on the emails. That's the unlikables podcast at gmail.com. Booby. I keep thinking he says movie. Booby pictures. We'll take take movie pics also. But that's it for us. Good night. What is it? Good night, everybody. Everybody.